All right, if you want to grab your Bibles, we're going to be continuing in our series that we started two weeks ago entitled, Why Do You Need a Church? Uh, Pastor Marlo put this message series together. We're going to be going through three weeks. I'll, I'll say ahead of time, we probably won't be able to cover every reason, but we're going to highlight some of why you need a church. Now, before we jump in, let me specify the purpose of this message is not to sell you on becoming a member of Eaglemont Church. This is not an infomercial. Rather, what we're hoping is that this teaching, and for many of us, hopefully this reminder, will bring us back to remember the very purpose of why God made the church. Uh, I don't go out to eat very much with my family. Uh, Once in a while we do, and one of the places that we very very infrequently go to is McDonald's. I'd be lucky if we went to McDonald's once a year. But parents, maybe you can relate to this because McDonald's sucks every parent in because a couple times a year they come out with a new toy line. And they tempt children and they will pull you in to McDonald's. And last year they had a Super Mario, because of the movie that came out, a Super Mario toy line that came out, which meant that I perpetually, day after day, heard, can we go to McDonald's to get a toy? And I will admit, I broke down several times. We probably went about three times. My son got about three Mario toys last year. And I remember the last time that I went and got sucked into McDonald's, going through the drive-thru here at the McDonald's. And he had already had a couple, and there were specific ones he wanted. So I went to the drive-in window when they asked for my order. And I said, do you have any Bowser or Luigi toys left? There's nothing more manly than doing this, by the way. To which the person on the other end responded, we are out of toys. To which I wanted to respond, then you're out of me because it's the only reason why I came here. But behind me was a line of already nine cars, probably filled with other parents who had been guilted to get a toy. And in front of me, if you're familiar with the McDonald's in town, there's no way to get around as there's a bunch of cars still waiting for their food. And I felt trapped there and got stuck ordering McDonald's, which I didn't want to begin with, and never even got the toy. And I felt bitter. McDonald's, you let me down. You didn't do what you were supposed to do. Here's the thing, though. McDonald's is not actually a toy company. Rather, it's an incentive to what their company actually does. They sell hamburgers, fries, drinks, food for nourishment. That last part that I said is a little bit questionable, but generally it's food that they sell, right? That's the, that's the purpose of their company. Some of us can come to church and we have a misconception of what the church is about. And this series title and focus might even feed into that misconception. So I want to clarify before I jump into this morning's message. The church is not about what you get out of it. What you get out of it is a byproduct. And some of us come into that. We come to the church and go, well, the church, I go to the church because it makes me feel good. It encourages me. It builds me up. Those are all wonderful things. But what about on a Sunday when it doesn't? What about when they don't sing the song that you like and you enjoy? Or the pastor says something and you don't particularly like what he says? That's where many of us disengage with church really quick because we have a very superficial and not correct understanding of what the purpose of the church is. The purpose of the church is not about what I get from it. Rather, the purpose of the church is for the glory of God. Now, here's one of the beautiful things. You're already like, I don't like what you're saying already. Bear with me. But But the purpose of the church is for the glory of God. Here's the beautiful thing, though. The glory of God is God desires for your good. So as we gather for the glory of God with that, one of the byproducts in our happy meal, if you will, is that we do oftentimes get built up. We do get encouraged. 
We do get fed and we do grow. But that's not the purpose. The purpose when I come here is not that I personally get something that I get to feel good about. It's actually about God being glorified and his church being built up. So, with that, this morning's message, we're going to talk about three reasons why you need a church. I want to give that caveat because as we talk about these three felt benefits we experience, I want to keep that into context. Because the church is not something we consume. The church is a living expression. It is a living organism of the body of Christ, a representation of Jesus on this earth. And we're a part of that. We're invited to be a part of that. So three reasons why you need a church. Number one, you need a church to grow solid and deep in your relationship with Jesus. I'm not a very good gardener, but I am married to a good gardener, and I am a father of a son who has a green thumb and loves to plant things and see them grow. And so this is a beautiful time of the year because we get to harvest those things that we have grown in our yard and tomatoes and zucchinis and cucumbers. And I like those things, but if it was me, I would really love if we had like a banana tree or a pineapple, is it a bush or a tree? Did I mention I'm not a gardener? I don't know. What do pineapples grow on? Bushes, thank you. A pineapple bush. Here's the thing. If I planted that in my yard, would it grow? No. Because I don't have, we don't live in the right environment. We don't have the proper environment for that to grow. You can have a relationship with Jesus without attending a church. But the reality is, is you are not going to grow more and more like Jesus if you are not planting yourself in an environment that is pivotal for you to be able to do so. And the church is the ideal environment for you to grow deep in your relationship with Christ. This is why Paul implores the church in Hebrews 10.25 to not neglect meeting together, but to encourage one another. In the book of Acts 2.42, we see these gatherings of the church regularly devoted them, 